open eyes that we may see to follow the devotional for today. Today we talk about Exodus 14, 1 through 31. Exodus 14, 1 through 31. So I want you to get your tablets, get your coffee, get your cell phone, get some toast, maybe some bacon, some eggs, or whatever time zone you are in and sit down and have a meal and let's go over this word for today the topic for today is 
Don't mess with God's children. Don't mess with God's children. Okay, so I just wanted to, you know, go over this with you. And I want us to get into this word. Because it is a powerful message for today. And I want to encourage you and motivate you and lift you out of your sorrow and bring you joy and fruitfulness and happiness into your life. All right, babies. Okay, now let's get into this word for today. get into this word for the day. Today we are reading Exodus 14, 1 through 31. And it reads, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, that they turn and encamp before Pi ha he rock. Between Migdal and the sea. Over against Baalzephon. Before it shall ye encamp by the sea. And Pharaoh will say, the children of Israel, they are entangled in the land. The wilderness has shut them in. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart, that he shall follow after them. And I will be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all his hosts, that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. And they did so. And it was told the king of Egypt that the people fled, and the heart of Pharaoh and of his servants was turned against the people. And they said, Why have we done this, that we have let Israel go from serving us? And he made ready his chariots and took his people with him. And he took 600 chosen chariots and all the chariots of Egypt and captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued after the children of Israel. And the children of Israel went out with and high hand. But the Egyptians pursued after them all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army and overtook them encamping by the sea besides Pihahirok before Beelzephon. And when Pharaoh drew nigh 
the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. And they were sore afraid, and the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. And they said unto Moses, Because there were no grace in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians, whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. And the Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel, that they go forward. But lift thou up thy rod, and stretch out thine hand over the sea, and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And I, behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them. And I will get me honor upon Pharaoh, and upon all his hosts, upon his chariots, and upon his horsemen. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord, when I have gotten me honor upon Pharaoh, upon his chariots, and upon his horsemen. And the angel of the Lord, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them. And the pillar of the cloud went from before their face and stood behind them. And it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. And it was a cloud and darkness to them, but it gave light by night to these, so that the one came not near the other all the night. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night, and made the sea dry land and the waters were divided. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground, and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. And the Egyptians pursued and went in after them in the midst of the sea, even all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. And it came to pass, that in the morning watched the Lord look unto the host of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and of the cloud and troubled the host of the Egyptians and took off their chariot wheels that they drave them heavily. 
so that the Egyptians said, Let us flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord fighteth for them against the Egyptians. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thine hand over the sea, that the waters may come again upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots, and upon their horsemen. And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to his strength when the morning appeared, and the Egyptians fled against it, and the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. And the waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen and all the hosts of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. There remained not such much as one of them. But the children of Israel walked upon dry land in the midst of the sea, and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the seashore. And Israel saw that great work which the Lord did upon the Egyptians. And the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. I have just read... Exodus 14, 1 through 31. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you. Thank you for coming to our rescue when we need it the most. Coming to our rescue when we need it the most. It is so true that when someone says, don't mess with God's children, that is so true. For you know what your plans are for us, but the people don't. Lord, we thank you for walking us through the valley of the shadow of death. For I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. You even prepare us a table before my enemies in the presence. You you do it right in their face, Lord, and we thank you to show your power through us, to show your power, your mercy, your grace. Even when the enemy comes upon us like a flood, Lord, you hold them back. You hold them at ease. You hold them to not say a word, not a mumbling word. You hold everything back to protect us. You put a shield around us. You you, you just hold still. Hold still. Don't move. And when we listen and obey, everything comes out better in the end. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us this moment, this this time, this 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 uh, interaction with you that is like no other. Lord, we thank you for your word. 
We thank you, Lord, for everything that it teaches us and it embodies us and it and it takes over our spirits to, to bring us happiness, to bring us joy and peace. So with this word, Lord, we say thank you. May you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. This chapter is a doozy, right? So, we got Exodus 14, 1 through 31. And in this chapter, you see that the children of Israel have left Egypt. Okay? They have left Egypt. And God is delivering delivering them to another place and delivering them into their new existence. And Pharaoh, now he decides, he done allowed them to leave, now he done changed his mind. He done changed his mind. He's like, no, why did we let these people go? And and um, they need to serve us. Why did we let them go from serving us? And the children of Israel are on their way. And they, they are traveling. And they're sojourning. And, and they have encamped. They have made encampment. And they're, they're, they're going by the... Uh, uh, pillar by day and the pillar of fire by night. The pillar of light and a pillar of fire day and night. God is leading them through the wilderness to their new destination, to their new place of residency. And here comes Pharaoh because now he regret his decision of letting the children of Israel go. And he wants to pursue them. And he goes into pursuing them and God says to Moses, I want you to part the Red Sea. So all that night, they noticed that Pharaoh's following them and things like that, and he's in pursuit. And during the night, the sea is deep. God asks Moses to raise up your hands, stretch your hands high with your rod in your hand, and I want you to depart. I want you to divide the Red Sea in front of your people. So the Red Sea parts, divides, and God and Pharaoh tells the people, go through. 
go through go ahead go ahead just just it says it, it says it it says and 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 Moses even when they wanted to murmur and, and whine and complain and Moses says can you just be quiet and listen for a minute and don't panic it's only a test even he says in 13 and Moses said unto the people fear ye not Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom you have, whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. You never gonna see these people forever, right? That's a long time. And so he speaks with God, God speaks to Moses, and he departs the Red Sea. The people of Israel go through. And Pharaoh wants to pursue. The water is drawn back where there are walls of water on both sides. Have y'all ever seen the Ten Commandments? If you haven't, you might you, you'll get a better a better illustration of that movie. Because I'm gonna tell you, when I was a little girl, and I watched this movie, The Ten Commandments, it made me. It it was like. It astonished me, right? That they could actually pull off this kind of photography, cinematography, where you could turn around and Moses stands there and departs the sea, holds his hand out, and the sea just divides. If you have not seen that movie, please go see it. The Ten Commandments with Charleston Heston as Moses. Okay? That's a good illustration of this whole scenario, okay? And the thing is, he departs to see Pharaoh pursues, and they even had time to sit down and debate whether they want to keep pursuing these the Israelites or not. <laughs> okay. So they decide to pursue. They pursue Israelite. Okay. Now, Moses makes it to the other side. The Israelites make it to the other side. Okay? And Moses stretched out his hands again to close the Red Sea, to, to close up the divide. And guess who gets trapped in the water? You guessed it right, Pharaoh. Pharaoh and his office are done. <clears throat> There's no way of escaping that one. There's no way of him escaping, no way of going back. You can't turn around. You can't because by the time you turn around, it, it, God has already encompassed him in the war, him and his army in the water. And the Israelites are still walking on dry land. They made it to the other side. Okay. God, God slowly closes up behind the last person or the last group that's in line and you can just imagine how that's going to how that is how God can control this water where it doesn't touch a hair on the Israelites head but it it, it, it engulfs Pharaoh and his army and they they get to the other side and they happy and everything and Israel saw 
that great work which the Lord did upon the Egyptians. And the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. Has there ever been a time in your life where you asked the Lord for something and he came through for you? I can go into di- out of this one, one, one chapter. I could pick out different, I could pick out a whole plethora of different subjects to bring. One is what do you do when the enemy is pursuing you? I think I preached on that on Sunday. Then another one is has there ever been a time where you had fear but the Lord delivered you through this fear or this situation or this circumstance and you and you you because God proved who he was to you, you decided to fear God instead of Pharaoh or fear your enemies. And this is to me an ultimate um an ultimate moment between Moses and the Lord and the Israelites. Now, the Lord has just proved himself, his power, his mercy, his grace, his everything that he had in this one move. God has shown them so many things that he can do and, and they realize, can't nobody do that but the Lord. It's so many, and it's like you got these people behind you. It's it's like you trying to live. Okay, this this I'm, I'm gonna give you this scenario. I want to go live a new life, but this old stuff keep pop, keep keep running, keep running up after me, keep running up on me. You know, uh, it keeps pursuing me. It keeps it keeps nagging at me. But you know, if you just keep moving forward, God got your back. And like I said, you can't look back. There ain't no looking back. You might turn to a pillar of salt. You look back, and then for you know it, you have it. You, you, if you, when you look back, sometimes you can look back, and it's not look. Really, it's not a look. It's something that you might have done that takes you backwards, and it costs you your life. But that's a subject for another day. Uh so. With this, with this thing where I got somebody pursuing me, I got an old boyfriend pursuing me, I got an old uh, uh, my my ex old lady following me, I got somebody stalking me, I got somebody uh uh you know um want to spread lies about me and, and talk about me and 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 keep throwing my past up in my face and and they keep pursuing me and and God says just keep moving forward. Just keep moving forward. Don't worry about the past. Don't worry about them people. Don't worry about them, what they talk about. Because I got you now. I got you now. 
See, once you turn into, once it becomes a relationship with you and the Lord, can't nothing come and touch you and 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 hinder you and 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 uh, stumble you or or just come along and make you depressed. Nothing can do that once you start walking with the Lord. Yeah, yeah, one step at a time, but you're walking. Like Mary Mary said, I'm walking, I'm walking. Okay? So you got to keep moving forward. You can't keep going backwards. You can't. Oh, Lord, I rebuke that spirit of wanting to go backwards. Right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, whomever I'm speaking with, I rebuke the spirit of backwardsness. I rebuke it right in the mighty name of Jesus. And the thing is, is that you have to, you have to, everything. Remember what I talked about in 12, how I talked in 13, how God wants to be first in your life. That's how this relationship is. I want to be first. Let me show, let me make, let me get you comfortable with me. That's what God is saying. I want you to get comfortable. I want you to get comfortable and talk to me and and come see me and let's have a relationship. Forget the past. Forget all them people. Forget forget that pain. Yeah, that pain, that that pain caused you some pain. But you can't stay stuck there. You got to keep moving forward. I remember uh when my grandma passed. And my aunt came over to the house. And I noticed that, I noticed me and my aunt and her husband, we were sitting at the table, we got to talking about how my, uh, how when somebody passed, we ain't had time to cry. We had time to just go ahead. All right, now they passed on. We ain't got time to dwell. We ain't got time to get stuck. We ain't got time for crying or moaning or none of that. Okay, now it's time to move on. Now it's time to move on. Now it's time to get up and go. Can't stay stuck in the misery you gotta move. You gotta get out. You gotta keep it moving. You gotta keep keep going. You don't have time to get stuck. That's what this chapter is about. You don't have time to sit there. When God say move, it's time to move. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time to complaining. Oh, you know, then I want to find fault. And I, Moses said, "Can you just be quiet?" Sit still and let the Lord show you his mercies. Okay? Can you just be quiet? Because all that complaining and whining and all this, it ain't do you ain't doing nothing. You just sitting there wearing whining and complaining. Oh Lord, we should have stayed in Egypt. We should have stayed there, been better off in Egypt. Okay, now that's the part about going backwards, y'all. It's the mindset. You gotta have a new mindset along with your new walk when you when you pursue to go forward instead of being stuck in the past. 
you got to have a new mindset. Look, all right, I'm gonna walk with the Lord. I'm I'm sorry. I, I'm you know I'm sorry, Sue. Um, I can't hang with you today. Um, I'm sorry, Billy. I can't hang with you today. Uh, no, I can't go to this function. I can't go to the club. I can't go. I'm leaving all that stuff behind. I can't go to the strip club. I can't go gambling. I can't drink. I can't do no drugs. I, all that stuff be left behind when you start walking with the Lord. So, in my conclusion, and it also says, and it also says that you can't mess with the children of God. When you turn around, you trying to literally, literally destroy somebody that is a child of God, you better be prepared to maybe lose your own life. That's another scenario I thought of in this book when I read this passage. When you deliberately try to destroy somebody or pursue down behind them in a manner that is not befitting or benefiting that person and you're trying to destroy them, be almost prepared to lose your own life behind your pursuing of trying to destroy somebody. Be well. When you're in pursuit of somebody that is doing right and is doing good and is doing doing the right things, doing what God asked them to do, and then you sit there and you actually sit there and you pursue them to try to destroy that person. Be careful because you might not like your you might not like what you get back get back. You might end up losing your own life trying to destroy somebody else. And that is a thing that is so like, that's terrible. When we have people in our lives that see we doing good, but their attitudes are so funky, they don't even want us to be happy. They don't want us to prosper. They don't want to. They talking about us. They uh, oh, they was our friend at first, and now because we done left them where they at. Oh, they, oh, she thinks she all that now. Be careful of how you treat people, and be careful how you pursue after somebody that's trying to go after their dream that the Lord gave them. They ain't include you. Because you were not supposed to go with them. Don't get a grudge. Don't be nasty. Don't get an attitude. All that. Keep that. Because it might cost you your life. It might cost you your health. It might cost you something that's dear to you. Just be happy for the people. Good Lord. I've never seen so many people. I read a post on Facebook the other day. And it was a post about something. I can't remember what the post was. Oh, some women want to open a business. I can't remember what the city was. They want to open a business. And one of the aldermen are trying to, they're trying to keep them from opening their black-owned businesses in this city. And now, because of their resistance, it turns around for the person that's trying to do good. 
it's backfiring on them. Now they, you know, it's back. Have, I mean, have you ever seen that before? Where a person, where you're turning around and you, the person is is so against what you're doing and the stuff backfires on them? That you like it, what happened in the Bible? Found all what pursuing the Israelites and it backfired on him. Be careful how you pursue people. Be careful how you treat people. Be careful how you interact with people. Because the way you interact or bring your attitude towards them could be detrimental to your health. So, in my conclusion again, <laughs> you know, sometimes I could talk for days and days and days about the Lord and all the situations he brought me through. Because that was one of the things, that's one of the things that, uh, you know, I was dealing with where, where I'm trying to do good. And then it's a bunch of evil stuff going on with folks and they don't, they don't want you to be happy. They're not going to support you. They're not. Okay, well, don't. That That's cool. But. You know, it's it's a thing of be careful of how you treat people. Be careful how you pursue and be nasty and, and vindictive and jealous hearted. And, and you know, you just want to stomp their jaw out because you miserable as hell. Be careful how, you, how that happened, how you use that. Because what you're doing to somebody else, it could be detrimental to your health. I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to everybody that listens, that uh, has made time to come out and listen to my podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening and supporting. If you have messages, if you have uh, a message or a title you want to give me or something you want to talk about or, or, or things of that nature, let me know. You know, let me know. You know, like, let me know for real, for real. Let me know, okay? All right. So, I love y'all. I want y'all to have a blessed day. And be joyous and happy. And don't let nobody steal your joy today, okay? I love y'all. Bye, baby. See you tomorrow. everyone, Sharice Johnson Moore here, owner and CEO of LBMTB. At LBMTB, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally, We're located on the C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy positive, uplifting programming for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you.
Hello everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Sharice Johnson Moore here and I have something special for you. Okay, I'm starting a new streaming channel and it is entitled LBM TV. Okay, so I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people. Okay, you know how many people that is that you could advertise your business to, that you could put yourself on front of the people to be seen. 4.5 million people. Oh my God, that's a lot of people, right? So, I'm opening the door for all of those that would like to advertise on my TV channel, LBM TV, an opportunity to really get in front of the people. You can contact with contact me through lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details. lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details. Okay, so I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people, okay? So that's on a daily basis. And I wanted to let you know that I support all businesses, okay? So come on in, come on in the room and get seen on TV, okay? All right, babies, I love you.